0: What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? As promised, we're here at the top of the hour. It is Ron G. of the Wrestling With My Thoughts podcast, waiting on the arrival of my uh, comrades, Brandon and Kurt. Hope you all have had a great weekend so far. Uh, Everything's been chill for mine. Kurt, how you doing, man?
1: Doing good. How you doing?
0: I'm good. I'm good. I cannot complain. Today has been a very lazy and relaxing day, so I'm definitely not going to complain about that. Um, before we did our pregame, I was actually sitting back watching Tom and Jerry, <laughs> <laughs> and I think I laugh at that stuff more now than I did when I was a kid, man.
1: I yeah, same time and Jerry. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, HBO now has it. They've got I think three or four seasons of it, so I've been I've been going through watching some of my favorite ones, and uh, I sat down the other night and just decided to start from the very first season and go all the way through. Brandon, what's going on, man? What's up, y'all? How you doing? I'm good. How about y'all? I, yeah, like I was just telling Brandon, or just telling Kurt, rather, I'm doing well. It's been a nice, lazy day for me, so I can't complain.
2: OK, congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. wish I could call this day a lazy day. But... I, I can't say the same. My wife worked last night, so I've
1: been on my daddy duty all day. But...
0: All right, yeah, yeah, you can, you, you will never have another lazy day until, <laughs> and you, you probably got a good 10 years to go before you have another lazy day.
1: You probably yep. have
0: that right. <laughs> yep. Oh man. Uh, folks, we, we, uh, we're calling this show back on our shit. So, ish. Um, it's we are right. back on, the music today. we are back on a Saturday. Uh, we pushed the show back. Failed to let you guys know uh, That's my fault Um, But uh, we pushed the the show back To help out Brandon who had something planned Earlier in the day So uh, we're back As far as I know next week We will be be on time at 10am But as I said at the start Of the show I hope everybody has had A great day um, And a great weekend so far Uh, We're going to be talking about uh, Monday Night Raw AEW Dynamite and Friday Night Smackdown today, uh, kind of going through that, we're going to look at some uh, show numbers for uh, for last week's shows and uh, give a breakdown on, uh, on where they are as compared to the week before. Uh, what we want to start doing on the show is kind of giving you guys a little bit of a breakdown, some analysis uh, on numbers that, uh, speaking for myself, that I'm just now beginning to comprehend. So um, I think it's pretty interesting to do that. The numbers are are Kind of fascinating to me to be honest, um, but we're also going to start doing um, a little more in depth news uh, starting today. So, uh, gentlemen, what uh, what do you say we begin with the uh, the reviews of Monday Night Raw, AEW Dynamite, and uh, Friday Night SmackDown?
1: All right, let's get it up.
0: All right, uh, Monday Night Raw live, uh, March the 20th of 2023. The match card was Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn uh, making a ch- – or I shouldn't say the card. The show started, rather, with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn making a challenge. Um, I thought that segment was pretty good. I liked the way that uh, that everything went. I mean, as we've said over and over here the last few weeks, um, everything with the bloodline has been, has been gold. Did, did you think this segment was pretty good, Brandon? I did. I enjoyed it. Um, I don't have
2: nothing else to add. It was gold as yeah. usual. And I'm looking forward to this match. You know, we knew this match was coming months ago, but, oh, yeah. you know, we were just interested in seeing how it got there. We finally saw how it got there and, you know, let's, let's get to it. I'm ready.
0: What about you, Kurt? What did you think about this, uh, this interaction between these four individuals?
1: I thought it was good and I thought they put it together real good. Yep. So, you know, it's been we've been waiting
0: on. I agree. I agree. Um, Then we had a match between Austin Theory and Montez Ford. Uh, If you you guys will remember a couple of months or, well, yeah, it's been a couple of months now that uh, Brandon, Kurt, and I all agreed that we think Montez Ford has superstar uh, stamped all across his forehead. Uh, Unfortunately, he's facing Austin Theory heading into WrestleMania. So we kind of knew Austin Theory was going to win. Uh, So Austin Theory goes over on Montez Ford heading into WrestleMania. Um, Anything to say about this match, Kurt? Yeah, I think they missed
1: the mark on this match right here. Because I really go back to um, when they had the um, elimination chamber. Montez Ford should have won that match. And then you go with Montez Ford and Austin Theory at WrestleMania, not Austin Theory and Johnson. I I don't like that. I think they missed the mark on that. That's just my opinion.
0: Yeah, I don't disagree with that. Um, I, I think that Montez Montez Ford came out and showed improved during the Elimination Chamber. Um, or again, like you said, in my opinion, that's that's what he did. Um, what did you think about the match between Theory and Ford, Brandon? Um, I would, Kurt. I would
2: have liked to see Montez Ford be featured at WrestleMania this year. I think he earned a spot on the show, most yeah. definitely. And also, I was kind of surprised that this particular match was, um, so early in the show. I thought that maybe it would have been later on in the show, or maybe a main event or something like that, maybe. But, um, you know, I, I did like the match. And, um, you know, I, I agree with Kurt. I think they missed the mark with, um, they definitely missed the mark with this one. I think that they, I think they would have put on a banger WrestleMania in front of the big stage in front of everybody. So. Yeah. yeah. You only get it
1: one off with John Cena and Austin Theory you thought like John Cena going to wrestle every week every day. But if you bled Montez Ford and Austin Theory go, you got you can shit do that for at least a year.
0: And see and the, the 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 thing with with Cena and Theory, if Theory didn't have a title, I, I think that match would be fine at WrestleMania. I would actually be interested in seeing that match at WrestleMania. But because it's for a title, like you say Kurt, it it it's not like Cena's going to be there every day or every week. Um exactly. So, you know, I, I realize they're trying to capitalize um, on the name Cena carries with him, and I, and I get that. But for for WrestleMania and, and, and storyline's sake, yeah, it just it doesn't make sense. So I'm less interested in seeing Theory and Cena simply because it is for the title. I would have much rather seen Montez yeah. Ford in Theory.
2: And on top of the- it, this. Did-
0: and on top of that,
2: this match is going to be the
0: very first match of
2: the kick off of the weekend. Yeah, I so it. I'm like, that would have been that <laughs> wow. would have been money for Austin, for Austin Theory and Montez Ford to kick off WrestleMania weekend. That would have been that that would have been cool as hell because yeah. both of them can go in the ring. So and just you know to get the, get the crowd hyped and everything. So you know, but hey, it is what it is. Yeah.
0: Next up, I don't even understand this match. <laughs> Almost. And Mustafa Ali, um, did anybody in their right mind think that Mustafa Ali stood a chance in this match? And, and I, I personally hate to be so cynical, but we're heading into WrestleMania. <laughs> you've got you've got the 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 people going into these marquee matches for WrestleMania. We know they're not going to lose unless it's somebody that is on the on the heel side, not the heel side, but on the downside of a storyline, and losing only helps their story going into, into WrestleMania. Almost cannot lose going into WrestleMania because of who he's facing. So uh, the match was what it was. Um, it was it was a big man, an extremely big man versus a small guy, and almost it's defensive. Just,
1: it's just filler. Just to waste, waste, waste right. some time. Game on TV, let's waste some time. But it does nothing for you one of them.
0: Yep. And what about you, Brandon? What you got to say about the match? I have nothing else to add. <laughs> all right. Next up, they had the impulsive TV segment. Um, I, I know WWE, WWE has had these type of segments for a very long time. So this is nothing new. Um, going back to Piper's Pit, um, the Brother Love Show, all of those things, man. I, but I'm—I didn't like them then, and I don't like them now. Um, so this was, you know, a bathroom break for me. Um, you know, Seth Rollins showed up to further their, their storyline heading into WrestleMania, but I could have done without this. Um, what about you, Kurt? Yeah, I, I understand why they do it.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I understand. I understand why they do it, but I'm with you on that. It's just. It makes Logan Paul look good, makes Seth Rollins look a little weak So But I, like I said, I understand why they do it to build on it. But they, I could have deal without. It.
0: Yeah, I agree. Brandon, did uh, what did you think about the impulsive TV segment?
2: I saw it come on and I flipped to the um, I flipped to something else, and yeah. I just kept one eye on it just to see what was going on. I'm with y'all. I mean, I'm with Kurt. Like, yeah, you got to do it, but man, waste of time. But I did. I, I did there was something that I did catch. I did kind of um, like how Logan Paul was kind of going along with the crowd because nobody really likes him, and he got up there and started talking his shit. So I'm like, okay, let, at yeah, least he's acknowledging what's going on. But
0: I've uh, got something to say about that, but for yeah, a different.
1: Wanna, I'm, I'm gonna let you talk, around, but then kick uh, it back to me when you get done.
0: Um, I've got something to say about that, but a different person on a different show. Um, we'll get to that later. What do you have to say, Kurt? So
1: did so just to pick it back on what um, Brandon said or what you said. I'm not sure who is the the heel or the fucking face in this
2: scenario. I, I, I mean, I'm exactly. Exactly. I it's, right. it's, it's because in my estimation, both través, of them are rabies, heels. That's what I thought. So like, I'm, I'm kind too- of
1: confusing what we're doing. I,
2: so, I, 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 technically, Seth Rollins is supposed, supposed to. I'm sorry. Wait but technically, so, uh, Seth Rollins is supposed to be a heel. What happened to him was he just had a catch. He just got a, a catchy theme song that everybody liked to sing to, like Chris Jericho does over there. That is right. That shit is. And, right. that, and that's how he kind of ended up turning semi babyface or whatever. Because before the end, Seth Rollins was healing it up so good. Yeah. And then next the thing you know, he went and got this oh, oh, and, then, and everybody doing it, and so that just kind of made him cool. But he's a but, natural um, heel.
1: He's a natural. Right.
2: Heel. He's a nat- Both of them are natural heels. Both of them. They were trying to make Logan Paul the baby face, but don't, don't nobody, want, nobody. Don't nobody want. nobody. Don't nobody want to cheer him at all because I, they feel I, like I you, know, you know how you know how it is when it's, when it's an outsider that comes in and he's actually good. Be like you know. I do. Nobody to cheer him. Logan, I do, but I can
1: see Logan Paul being a baby face before I can see Seth Rollins being a baby face. I don't buy that more.
2: Absolutely, because once, whenever Logan, if Logan Paul sticks with it long enough, and, and he ends up winning it, over I the fans, yeah, and he ends up winning over the fans. He's gonna be super babyface. But right now, the fans just look at his. His only thing is the fans just look at Logan Paul like, you know, he's basically a um, you're you're an outsider, and you're getting all of these big matches and stuff, and they looking at it like you haven't really paid your dues, you haven't done anything, and you're getting all these spots that we feel the other wrestlers should get before you. That's why they don't like him. Seth Rollins was just healing it up because he just basically being an irritating asshole, and it was working. And he came right. out with that theme music, and it's been off to the races ever since. I'm not
1: a Logan Paul fan, but you know every opportunity he's got, he's nailed it. He's nailed. Yep. Yeah. These yeah.
2: matches, I
1: really enjoyed
2: his matches. Really enjoyed his matches.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I really time. enjoyed his matches. Yep. Yeah, I think the the issue of of not being able to tell who's babyface, who's heel is part of, part of a larger problem in wrestling in general. Um, yeah, I agree. You know, I, agree. I, I told you guys uh, several weeks ago when my son and I went to a local show here, I, I told him one of the issues I had with the show is you could not tell who who you're supposed to cheer for. And... I explained to him what I meant by that. You couldn't tell who was heel, who was babyface, who's supposed to get the heat, who's supposed to get the cheers. And I I was called a gatekeeper by someone when discussing this <laughs> because you know, it seemed like I was being the old guy in the room, and I had to break it down for him and say that, that that's like having a a gymnastics routine during a basketball game the the premise of basketball is what they do now i realize the game is going to evolve they're taking three point shots from half court on a regular now so i realize the game is going to be is going to evolve but the premise of the games has been the same for well over 100 years and the same should be true for wrestling Wrestling is built off baby faces and heels good versus evil uh that's just I, and I realize everybody knows that it, that it's you know it's staged combat now everybody knows that, but it's still the premise is still good versus bad and it it bothers the shit out of me when you you can't tell who's who and I think a lot of that is is because of the fans um the. Oh, fans. Um, all day but but i will i will take a couple of people to task about that um god rest his soul but scott hall and kevin nash now rick flair had his fans back in the day but it wasn't the overwhelming majority of the crowd so they may have been seen on camera and heard but the other members of the crowd or that studio audience were shouting them down um Scott Hall and Kevin Nash made it cool to cheer for the Heels. Yep. As good as the mouth NWO mouth. was, they that's something I think that hurt wrestling in terms of cheering for the Heels.
1: Okay, but so yeah. let's let's go back. Let's go back. Because I, I don't I don't think it's Scott Hall Scott Hall or Kevin Nash's fault because even when the forestmen were red hot in the eighties, I never wanted to cheer for them they made, made me wait, hate them even worse. I never thought it was cool to be a hip. and that's that's just me growing up. So even when the NWA was going on, I never thought what they were doing was cool. Never. I always wanted to just cheer them for boom and want to see them get the shit beat out
2: of him every week. I think that that goes into society was changing at that time too. I, now that's what I. That's why I want to put it back more on the fans than the rappers. Yeah,
1: I think the fans have. Change the landscape of how we view wrestling right now. And, and I'm and I'm
0: with you. I, I agree that it's the fans, but at one at some point, there was someone as a heel that made it cool to do that. Like I said, Ric Flair had his fans even back in the, the early '80s, the early days of the Horseman. Ric Flair had his fans, but it was only if you're looking at a studio audience of a hundred, there might have been five people there cheering for Flair. Because Flair didn't make it cool to 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 cheer for him. Flair was an asshole. Right. And I think, that's, that's I the think Scott line. Hall Lynch is an asshole. Scott Hall Nash go out. Nothing. I mean, they did what they did. I don't, I don't like the NWO, but doing what they did, it made it cool to cheer. They were the cool bad guys.
2: Yeah, I never thought they were cool.
0: hated I, them. I,
1: I just. Yeah, I did. did I hated them. Never I never.
2: I hated them. To, I I I never like the NWO. I
0: respect
1: I what they I never Thought they
0: were cool. I never thought they right. were cool. But, not, but I, I, I love the it. outsiders. But let's let's get back to Raw. Um, yeah. Dominic Mysterio and Johnny Gargano. If y'all notice in the notes I sent you, I capitalized the shit out of Johnny. So, wow. I, so that I would not call him by the wrong name. All um, of you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Joey. So, Dominic Stereo defeated Johnny Gargano. Um, That's again, <laughs> again, in the real Again, in the match, man, it is Dominic's going into uh, WrestleMania. I don't even know if Gargano is on the WrestleMania card. He's um, not. So we kind of knew what was going to happen with this one. Um, but Dominic wins. It, it was a decent match. Dominic is still learning. He's he's green as hell. And he looks awkward in the ring. When he's not in a tag team match. Um, because he's in a tag. At the times when he's in a tag match. That more experienced partner kind of. Takes the, the glare of his awkwardness in the ring. Off of him in my opinion. But I think. That with the experience that Gargano has, it kind of helped Dominic a little bit. So it was what it was. Not a bad match, but it wasn't necessarily a great match either, or good match either. Um, but uh, Dominic picks up the win heading into WrestleMania. What do you think about the match, Brandon? Oh uh, well, first
2: uh, you calling Johnny Gargano Joey is still ain't as good as when I called Dusty Rhodes. When I said Dusty Rhodes was doing the Ric Flair or whoever that was, <laughs> what you called Dusty Rhodes? <laughs> I said, remember when? It was about a few months ago. And it was like, well, we was doing a watch alone. And I was like, look at this. I was like, man, Dustin Rose about to put somebody. I forgot who it was. He about to put somebody in the red Flair? Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and, and I said, hold on, wait a minute. <laughs> oh, man. But...
2: Oh, I you know what I want to say my comments, for Dominic, when we get to the SmackDown, because I got I finally got my wish. So. Oh <laughs> hey, I'm gonna get you some water, man. <laughs> so you had to take a drink on that.
1: One. <laughs> um, now that you got your composure,
0: what did you think about the match, Kurt?
1: <laughs> I thought the match was okay, and, and like I agree with you, I think Johnny, Gary, Dominic, because. Dominic just looked he looks so awkward to me.
2: Mm-hmm. He just looked very
1: awkward to me. And I, I don't, I understand why they're pushing me, but I wish they would. He's not ready.
2: He's not ready. Yeah, I he agree. get ready. He just, he his, his, his uh, wrestling style is going to grow as time goes on. He got to get the reps in. And also, I don't think that the style that he wrestles fits his body type. I, I think mean, maybe I, he needs to he develop look, a little he, style. He looks so
1: right. awkward. He looks so awkward. It's very
2: awkward. <laughs> it's like his style is made for like a smaller luchador, maybe. But I, I just think that he may – I think he might just need to tweak his style a little bit and maybe he'll fit and he'll flow a little bit better.
0: Next up we have uh, Rhea Ripley versus Bayley. Uh Rhea Ripley going over. Um Again, I, I'm going to say I'm cynical as hell reviewing everything except AEW Dynamite because it's it's heading into WrestleMania, so we kind of know where everything's heading. Um, I, with that said, I do think it's a shame that Bailey had to get pinned um, because when she came back, she came back with a lot of steam behind her, and I think she's been cooled off since then. Um, but the the match was good. Uh, well, I take that back. Um. The match was okay. You could tell that I don't know what happened between the two, but you could tell they were off a little bit. Um, so it was just an okay match. Um, Kurt, what are your thoughts on this one?
1: Uh, Rhea and Bailey. Yep, I thought it was okay, but I agree with you. I thought they were off, yeah, but I just, do like how they're building Rhea Ripley. If I do like that,
2: Brandon, what say ye? Both of y'all took the words out of my mouth and then really did my and then really did my favorite pen at the end, but she put a little oomph into it like she meant business and I, I like that part of it. So
0: Yeah, and again, this is another this is another situation where you don't know who's the face and who's the heel. Because Bailey's yeah. walking around with uh damage control. Um and Rhea Ripley is associated with Judgment Day. So who who is the heel and who is the face in this match?
1: And that, so, okay, so in my so I look at it like as both of them are heels, and that's where it's like it did really it really doesn't matter in this day and time who's the baby face or who's the heel
2: because both of those right. if you
1: look at it both of them are heels right now.
2: Both of them they just happen to they just happen to get to they just happen to have a run in in the same place at the same time at the
0: same. No, I'm joking. Um, next up, we got Rico Chet. Some of y'all call him Ricochet. I call him Rico Chet. Uh, wow. And, Ch- and Chad Gable. Um, poor Chad Gable gets beat again. Um, they they are beating this man like a drum. Uh, I think that's about to come to an end. Really? What, what, so. gives, what gives you that impression?
1: Because I think it's the, about to come to the an way end. It- the way it's going, it looked like it's gonna be Otis against Chad Gable to where they should have stopped. Cause I'm I'm sick of this, man. It, it's fucking ridiculous, right? Now.
0: Yeah, I I actually think if they do if they do do that, meaning Gable versus Otis, I actually think that's a pretty good match because both of them have a good amateur, uh, well, great amateur background. Um, So if they stop the shushing and they stop the comedy shit and actually wrestle, I actually think that has the potential to be a very good match.
2: So let's keep yeah. our fingers crossed. I hope they do that. Yeah. And damn, that damn, that, that damn old is look like a damn ball. Yes, he does. He's like he just look like a ball. I was just like, I don't know if he gained weight. Because, I mean, even though he's always been round, but I'm just like. And he looks yes, a little and, bit more rounder right now. He looked like a damn ball. Y'all that's that, right. you remember when we walk in the chocolate factory when that uh, <laughs> when the girl turned
0: into that that, uh, that blueberry? Yes, that's what he looked like. And that's right, that's the thing with him. With him being overweight, he doesn't carry all that weight in hmm. the gut like most people, like myself, who who are a little overweight or obese. Even they they seem to carry it in their gut. He, like you said, he is round. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that is a rotund man, but the crazy part about it is he's in shape. Yes. Funny too. That's that's just his body. That's his body type. That's the funny that's the crazy part about it.
0: And he's funny as hell.
2: Yeah, yes, he, he is. is.
0: Like he can get away he can get away with the comedy stuff cuz he's good at it. But putting Gable in that position does Gable no favors. Not yeah. at all. Um but but continue with your thoughts on the match, Brandon. I'm sorry. But, I mean, that was it. Um, I,
2: Chad Cable got beat again, but I think that all, that Chad Cable getting beat every week, I think that's getting ready to come to an end. Um, and I think that chances are we're going to see a Chad Cable versus Otis, and hopefully they do let him get in there and wrestle. And the only other point that I had was <clears throat> Otis is just getting more and more around every time I see him. <laughs> but that's literally the phenomenon about it is, it's literally his body type because he's not in terrible shape at all. You can tell this muscle is just the way the fat, you know, no, I don't want to say the fat, but the way just his body is built. And it's just, it's, it's, but it's kind of refreshing because, you know, now you can see at least on, at least on, uh, on WWE TV, everybody not built the same. So that's the cool part about
0: it. But, you know, that's it. That's all I got. Kurt, you got anything to say about Rico Ricochet de- defeating, uh, Chad Gable? I
1: thought the match was a uh, I thought it was a good match, but I just don't like them people um, Chad Gabriel I don't like. Them.
0: And and I don't want anybody to think I'm being disrespectful to Ricochet. Um honestly I when I was typing this out, I just looked at it and saw Rico Chet and that's the only reason I'm saying that. I'm not Lord disrespecting Jesus. uh Ricochet. <laughs> I, before, yeah. before before any, any legions of Ricochetians get on my ass. Uh yeah. Main event of the night was Bianca Belair and Asuka defeating Chelsea Green and Piper Niven. Um, the match was eh. Um, I was impressed with uh, Bianca getting Piper up like that. The The best part about this match was what happened after the match. Um, so it looks like Asuka is going to be a heel, like a full fledged heel, and uh, going into WrestleMania, I thought this was a a, a great—I don't want to say turn, I guess—but uh, to see Oscar and, and Bianca go at it like that, I thought was a, was a good thing to do heading into WrestleMania. What about you, Kurt? No, I agree.
1: I, I thought it was good. I still don't like the new look they put on Oscar. I don't. I don't. I'm not a fan of that. I thought she was looked better when she first came into the uh, WWE. But I don't like this kind of evil, airy look. I don't
2: like this
0: look. <laughs> All
2: right,
0: um, Brandon. What about you? what did you think about the match?
2: Um, I th- I, th- I thought the match was okay. Um, and I did like the spot when Bianca Belair got Piper Niven up. That was impressive. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Now they look. You know, Oscar it looks like Oscar's gonna be the heel. Um, and it kind of put me in the mind of the great mood a little bit with the, you know, the face paint and the, in the mist and everything mixed between great mood and to Jerry. It's just, you know, we're looking at a female and not, too, and not a man. And so I'm interested in seeing how, you know, she's going to work a, he- how Oscar's going to work a heel style. Like she's going to be just a ruthless, like kick your head off heel or what? Like I'm, I'm interested in, I'm interested in seeing that dynamic between them two at
0: WrestleMania. So, yeah. Same, same. I agree. Um, And and I I don't want to necessarily dwell on this too long, but um, this does bring up what we were talking about the other night um, about a uh, a Japanese uh, wrestler holding a a major uh, heavyweight, well, not heavyweight in this case, but a major uh, or top title in a promotion. Um, And we, we threw over a few names or whatever, but as far as women... Um, you know, I, I think that it would be a good move to put the title on Oscar, not just. I thought she's been, been a champion before. I don't think she's been the WWE champion. I thought she was. Who, Oscar? Yeah. yeah. yeah she had both the Bills. That's what I thought. She both the Bills. I did not know that. I don't know how right. I didn't know that, but I did not know that. She had both the Bills. Because, you know, when she first came in, she was undefeated for, like, a little right, Well, yeah. I'll shut my damn mouth then. Anyway, so I said I didn't want to take too long on it, and we didn't. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> next up, uh, we're going to take a look at AEW Dynamite for March twenty second, two 2023. Um, Starting off the show, uh, I, we had a week break of, of Orange Cassidy, at least um it's it's starting out the show i mean so we had a week break but they're right back at it this week with orange cassidy uh starting off the show but this time he's with darby allen and Sting, and they're taking on the butcher the blade and kip sabian um i don't even understand how kip sabian fits in with them at all um just another thing of tony's booking but cassidy allen and Sting pick up the victory I really don't have a whole lot to say about this match. Um, I'm glad Steam, you know, being one of my favorites of all time, I'm glad he's picking up a nice paycheck and not have to do a whole lot of work. Um, as I said before, I think it was on the last little episode we did. I think the Butcher and the Blade have something to them, but they, one, they don't feature them enough. And when they do, it's normally in some dumb shit. Um, but what were your thoughts on this match, Brandon? Or do you have any? Nope. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, Kurt, what about you?
1: I agree with you on the butch and blade. I think they could have something, but we still, after two, almost three fucking years now, we still don't know who the the fuck they are and where they came. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I just remember. and and And
1: I think that's the epitome of what is wrong with AEW. You bring these fucking people on TV. Don't announce anything about them and try to get them over and we don't know who the fuck they are. Where they fuck, where did they come from? Who are
0: they? Hey folks, we've been joined by Sir Shit Jed the Dumb. Uh, <laughs> thank you for well, joining well, us, well, Sir Shit. I like the I, I name. One, sorry, I like
2: the name. I did have one thing to say about the match. <laughs> yes, sir. I did enjoy seeing the red, Riding and blue rope. The red, Riding right, blue rope's on the show. And that's
0: it. <laughs> well, all right, then. Uh, but, uh, I re- you're, you're right, Kurt, uh, to follow up with what you said about um, AEW having a, a perpetual issue with really giving any sort of background or anybody they bring in outside of the known wrestlers from WWE. Um, they're trying to give some of these lesser-known Wrestlers, uh, a moment to shine, but they're not telling you who they are, where they came from, what they're all about. I remember when Butcher and Blade showed up. They came through the ring, and Tony Schiavone, of all people, is it's it, it's it, that's the Butcher and the Blade.
2: And then, but that never put,
0: heard of them a day in my, day put, my then, life.
1: But they put Jim Ross in a, in a bad spot like, well, who the fuck heard it?
0: Uh, okay, right. yeah, I I forgot that was I, for some reason I thought that was Shawnee, but
1: <laughs> no, so no, that was before but, but Jim Russell's was like, well, "Who the fuck are they?"
0: Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, I you know what? I honestly think, <clears throat> I honestly, and the funny thing is, before I say that, the funny thing is, nobody gave it was crickets. Nobody gave him an answer. Yeah. They did. The, <laughs> no, like, the announcers didn't, didn't even know. You hyping them up? Well, who the fuck are they? And it, it, it's just that's that's why I think they took Jim Ross off of Dynamite.
2: I, well, I sincerely do because Jim shit.
0: Ross gave he even on this podcast he gives zero fucks. The no, man, the man is, is 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 you know where he I is in life, and and he I, gives zero fucks. I you think that's part of it,
1: but I also think Jim's coming down. And I, I hope I'm wrong, but I think Jim's coming down with some dementia or memory loss because he forgets a lot of shit on the podcast with yeah a lot and he repeats himself a lot
2: to be to be honest with you jim ain't been right since he lost his wife so you but know it's getting, but, it's, it's, getting, it's getting worse
1: yeah man, and, he, and he, he's, he's getting repeats much stuff a lot he loses yeah. trying to thought, and he's he getting... talking about one thing and then go to the next and he'd be like damn kind of, what, what were we talking about
2: Yeah, yeah, he's getting that. The age is 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 catching up to him, and um, yeah, he. God, God bless Jim Ross, man. That's my guy. So that's all I can say. God bless him, because I mean, how many people you know with all of that? Look at the history that this man has had in the business, just in life in general. And you know it's just kind of and I'm not trying to put a downer on it down on or anything, but it just kinda, it's just kind of it's just kind of sad to see you, you know your heroes starting to you know go down a little bit, you know what I'm saying
0: all
1: life but
0: yeah Sir
1: good job sir shithead
0: before we go any further um chim in in the chat there let us know let us know who uh who are some of your favorite wrestlers um let us know what you're following, let us know your thoughts on the upcoming WrestleMania. That um, man's name is
2: Sir Shithead. Okay. I, I <laughs> oh, just saw that just now. Yeah, okay. Sir, like Sir Shithead. Sir uh,
0: Shithead the Dumb.
2: That's a hell of
0: an Instagram profile. <laughs> Next up, we've got the guns uh, versus Top Flight. The guns going over. Um, the guns are still green, but I think they have an upside. Uh, yeah. I think they'll do well as time goes on. <sighs> top Flight, I'm. I want to like them, but. I just don't like that style of wrestling, so yeah, you know that's how I feel and i I don't mean that disrespectfully because they they've got talent, but it's just it's not for me, but um to me, the best thing about it was uh f t r coming out to uh to confront the guns, the guns telling them they'll never give them a title shot, and finally. They make a a stipulation that FTR will quit AEW if they lose. Um, My thoughts on this is, I don't want to say it's too little too late, but they one, they didn't build it. The fans have wanted to see FTR as champions for a long time, and this start-and-stop kind of shit they've done with FTR has kind of killed that momentum a little bit. I still think the fans will go nuts. When they when they re, uh, uh, win the title, um, but I just don't think it's it's going to be as big as it could have because they have fucked around so much with this. Um, Kurt, well, before I go go any further, uh, Richardson Judo, welcome to the show, Richardson. I believe you joined uh, the uh, the other show the other night. Uh, Back talk with Billy Ero. Okay, I thought I recognized the name. Thank you, I, uh, uh, Kurt Brandon. Um, I did a uh, uh, special episode of Back Talk with Billy, and uh, Richardson joined in. I, I invited him to come on over and check this show out. He's a wrestling fan as well, uh, so. But um, glad to
1: have
2: you. Well, hey, hey,
0: hey. Say glad that again.
2: I think glad say to, have to have you.
0: Oh yes, absolutely. Um, Kurt, what were your thoughts on the guns and top flight, and then the interaction between? Uh, FTR and the guns?
1: See, I have i, I have the, um feeling how you... I think the top flight has the more upside than the gun. I don't like the guns at all. I don't see any upside to them whatsoever. Not sure why they have the title whatsoever. But I think top flight has a bigger ceiling to me. Um, and I think with FTR... I, and I want to blame EAW in the beginning for how they was not, were not pushing... FTR, but I think just listening to that podcast, I think it's a lot on what, uh, FTR want to do just throughout the country, uh, or throughout the world and not be on TV with AEW every day or every week. So I think that's part of what they want to do long term, what their vision was as a tag team, just to, uh, um, have the experience of traveling the world and not just be featured on the show every week. Right. I don't want to put all them on AEW.
0: I, I'm with you. I don't I don't think they should be uh, on the show every week. Um, but I just – I don't know. I just think that this is just a, a weird time for them to pull the trigger on this. And I think – But it,
1: I, I, it goes back to I think now that FTR has done everything they want to do internationally, so now they want to come back and just settle down and be in AEW for, let's say, another, another six months to a year and not travel like they were doing because that was something that they want to do and that's that was a big part of why they love wwe because they just want to do more than just wwe
0: well another promotion i will see this and this may be my uh the hatred of the bucks coming out in me but i think the young bucks had a lot to do with with why this hasn't happened sooner that's just my opinion I
1: think um, I think that played a role in it. But I also think if, if some of it was what FTR just ultimately wanted to do. Okay. Because that's why they left the WWE, because they were like, hey, you know, we want to do more than just be here and just travel to all these different cities and states all the time. We want to be more. The, rest of the same
2: people. Yeah.
0: All right. So what did what did you think about the match, Brandon? Uh, and then the the interaction with FTR?
2: I thought, that, I thought the match was cool. Um, every time I see Top Flight, for whatever reason, I'd be like, Craig, every time I come down to the ring, I'd be like, Craig and Day Day. Because all I can see is just the <laughs> security uniform. Oh, shit. I'm never going to be able to download. see them again and not think every of Craig time I see and Day Day. I'd be like, Top Flight, I'd be, like, be like, Craig
0: and Day Day. <laughs> I, I never
2: thought about that. I never thought about that. <laughs> Craig
0: and Day Day. And Kurt, now I'm you're going to think of it every
2: time. time.
0: Yeah. Bruh,
2: and then on top of that, see, I'm a to yeah. I'm a former security guard, so you're, you know how many times I got called top flight? Me and my homeboy used to get called Craig and day, day all the time. Okay? <laughs> anyway. <so laughs> but anyway, um, uh, yeah, so I, I, thought, I thought the match was cool for what it was. Um, I do, I enjoy watching top flight. I really do. I like what they do in the ring, and I think they do have a tremendous upside. So, you know, um, all, all power to them. Good luck. You know, the guns. Pretty much, every time I look at them, I'm like, y'all Billy Gunn kids. And that's it. That's all I see. <laughs> um, yeah, y'all Billy Gunn kids. Um, um, FTR saying, you know, we're going to quit ADW if they lose. They just let me know that they're going to win. And I'm with Kurt. And I didn't even, I don't, like, listen to the, I don't ha- really have a chance to sit and listen to podcasts like that. But just basing um, off of what Kurt just said about the FTR, just wanting to go travel the world and wrestle everybody, win all the belts. So it makes a little bit more sense why they're just now pulling the trigger on it. Um, The uh, uh, runs favorite team over there. (laughs) I don't know how much they had to do with that, but that's one of them things. I'm just just not going to delve too deep on it because I don't have enough information to even say anything or, you know, if it's real or not. We just don't know. It's all speculation. So I'm assuming that whenever this match goes down. You know, FTR should get a pretty easy win. They're probably gonna make the guns look look you know look like a million bucks or half a million bucks or whatever. But there's no way that they're walking unless they're gonna go back
0: to the WWE.
2: There's no way that they're gonna they're not gonna win that championship. No way. I agree, and that's just my opinion.
0: I agree. I I don't see it unless they're they got something well planned. And when I say they, I mean FTR has something planned. Or or has something up their sleeve But yeah I, I'm with you I don't see them losing this match um, The next match On the card was Dumb But <laughs> Hook Defeats Stokely Hathaway I have Stokely. nothing to say About this match Do next. either of you next. Stoke. Right. Stokely um, <laughs> There we <laughs> <laughs> then we have uh, Adam Cole Came out for a promo Him and Daniel Garcia Facing off and they're gonna Wrestle next week on Dynamite um, I I, have, I I don't get the fascination With Adam Cole Now when I say that that's not like me Saying I don't get the fascination With Kenny Omega The difference being that I think Adam Cole Can actually wrestle when he wants To wrestle um, and it's better in the ring than Omega. But I don't get the hype around him. Um so that's really all I gotta say about this segment. Uh Kurt, you got anything? I, I I know you had some, some uh piffy comments the other night as we were watching.
1: Captain T-R-A-S-H. Yeah, I, I, he's trash. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's terrible, he's terrible to the mic. Terrible and all this Bay, Bay, that shit is garbage. Yeah. Whoever, whoever came up thought, thought that was a good idea. Need to be hitting the goddamn head with a hammer. Yeah, I but he sucked. So he fucking sucked. <laughs> he fucking. So suck. I guess this is not this is
2: not a good time to say that. The first time I seen him do it on NXT, I did it with him. Yeah, he yeah,
0: sucked. that's that's probably not a good look. That was
2: probably a terrible time. Adam yeah,
0: cold, baby, I do cool. So, so don't let's just say you him. you you hypothetically <laughs> might have done that. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, he he sucks. I don't think he's good in the ring. He's not good on the mic. I don't understand why they pushing him the way they're pushing him. He needs to be just get fire his ass, get rid of him.
0: Damn. All right, so we know how Kirk feels, Brandon. You want to tell us how you felt about this segment? Oh well, Brandon, baby, the segment was no. no. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> Go ahead,
2: <No>. man. <laughs> <laughs> now I can't get it out. Anyway, um, well, I mean, I thought the segment was fine, but I'm not. Am I interested in seeing the match? No. Um, I really I had to be honest with you, I haven't been I was in the uh Avram Cole when he was in NXT when he was with them, and I can't remember the name of the group now, how I don't know. Cause I was literally just watching a little video on TikTok the other day. Now I can't remember the name of the dog on group. I remember the theme music though. But when they were with those guys, those four guys were together, I was more, you know, into what, you know, he was doing then. But, you know, this the run in AEW and then, you know, part of it was, you know, he was out for a while because he was injured and had other stuff going on. But I just haven't really been into him at all. And not re- and I haven't really been interested in um, you know, watching him wrestle. He- wrestling, wrestling He's a good wrestler. Great, you know, I don't wanna say great, but he's, a, he's a good wrestler, he's decent, but you know, it's just not it's not anything really behind him for me to even like get behind him like that. And so that's where i am at. with him.
0: Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, I uh, yeah, like I said, I just don't get the hype surrounding him. Um, yeah, list I, yeah, I mean, for
2: overrated wrestlers. He will be on that
0: list.
2: He need to be fucking number one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Jeez Christ. Oh shit! Um, well, next up is uh, one of our other favorites, uh, John Moxley defeats Stu Grayson. Um, I don't remember. Did 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 Moxley bleed in this match? Mm, no. Okay. No. I, I just couldn't remember if he was keeping the streak alive because he did it on the house show. And that was a dumbass match. <laughs> so, do do either one of you have anything to say about this match? I have nope. nothing
1: to say about it. All right. None, nothing have, at
0: all. Tony Storm defeats Sky Blue. Um, they're they're trying. They're trying hard. But it just ain't clicking. This this whole the outcast versus the entirety of the women's division in AEW. Um yeah, I just it doesn't work for me. Uh what what does what Hogan say? That don't work for me, brother. It just it don't cut it for me. I, so I, I really have nothing to say about this match.
1: I wanna add something. Okay. This is this is this is lazy bookment that is fine, bro with Tony Khan and this bullshit of the outcast trying to go back to do what the NWA was doing. This is just lazy as fuck. You could have came up with something better. You are just ruining these women in AEW. They have talent, they, they, all of them suck, but you giving them no fucking vision or no foundation to build on nothing.
2: And, and for the shit you're
1: doing, you're just you're just throwing shit on top of them every fucking week with this dumb ass shit you do all the time. It's just fucking stupid.
0: Yeah, I I mean, I I don't really disagree with that. Um, I I think if if Tony were going to to do this with with those particular three, it should have been done from the the onset of things. It shouldn't have been done, you know, just, hey, how about we put these three together and call them the outcasts? No, but, it, it, but,
1: but so this this is the the first, and I agree with you in, on the beginning. But how original is you go from the Outsiders to the Outcast? It's the same fucking thing. Come up with a different goddamn name. At I least agree. you can do that. At least you can do that. That's why I say it's just lazy looking at it's fine. You can come up with nothing better than, than the fucking Outcast. Come on, man. Come on.
0: All right. Uh, Brandon, you got anything? <laughs> no. I was yeah. just looking for Jay Cargill. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I mean, <clears throat> overall, I agree with, with Kurt. Um, they, they didn't do Tony Storm, um, Soraya or Ruby Soho any favors with this, um, because it just popped up overnight. And it, it, it didn't build. Um, it was just it's stupid. I, I hate to say it, but it's stupid. Well, I don't really hate to say it, but it's stupid. Um, the main event of the night, and it was uh, much-promoted main event of the night, was um, Kenny Omega versus El Hijo del Vikingo, which is the son of the Viking. Um... I had no frame of reference for El Iho. Um, I'd never heard of him before, and I purposely didn't watch anything before I watched this match because I wanted my impression of him to be made off of watching this match. He's not bad. Um, I just, I don't, I don't think Kenny Omega is that good in the ring. So this match was just kind of okay for me. Um, I might be willing to, or I would like to see Elijo um against a better wrestler, in my opinion. Say like maybe uh, uh I don't know, a- anybody but anybody. Anybody but anyone in the elite. Um and and yes, I'm biased on that. I realize it. But uh what did you think about the match?
2: I thought the match was good and um El I was looking forward to the um I was looking forward to seeing El Hio uh the Vikingo um, really off of that, um, that awards episode that we did a few weeks back. You know, just because I'm really just off the name alone. And I'm, I, I'm, I'm a big Viking nerd. So, but anyway. How about the match was cool. I saw a bunch of moves. I've ne- he put out some moves I've never seen before. Um, there was a spot in the match where there's two spots in the match that I wanted to talk about. Is that one spot where uh, Kenny Omega was about to also bomb him off the top rope. And that scared the shit out of me because I thought they were going to fall. If somebody was going to land wrong, and it looked like Kenny Omega landed on the side of his head, on the side of his ear, and, um, and you know whatever, and then after that, uh, I can't go had that spot where he went and he did that look like a four fifty or something to the on the Kenny Omega on the table. I thought that was sick. Yeah, but um, but uh, but you know other than that, man, I thought the matches I thought the match was pretty good. Um, the ending, uh, I don't know. I just have a few questions, I just kind of look at it like this, if Don Callis, aka Cyrus uh, the Virus in ECW, was going to pretty much be like, you know, hey, he just put me on, he just threw me on my ass or whatever, blah, 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 to kick me your baby, when Hey Man Paige came in to help him out against the um, Blackpool Comeback Club, I kind of feel like, you know, they, he could, I don't know, accidentally kick him in the leg or something instead of just holding him back, and then Don Callis pretty much flopping, because that's what happened. And so, and I'm, you know, I, I guess, you know, we'll see which, you know, how, how that story is going to turn out. Cause I'm like, I guess, okay, I'm, they get ready to go into a feud all because Don Callis just wanted to flop. So, yeah. So that's that. You know, the match itself was fine. The um, post match stuff, you know, questions. We'll just see how long that's going to last and where it's going to go. And maybe, hopefully, th- this time around, they are trying to come up with a legit storyline and, you know, just kind of put something together, at least try to, because that's what they need right now, badly, very badly.
0: Yeah, and I, I, that's certainly not their strong suit. So, but, uh, Kurt, what, what did you think about this match? Um, have, have you ever heard of or seen El Ejo del Vikingo?
1: I, I, I had never seen him, but I, you know, I heard of him when we did the, um, the ratings when we were all together at Brandon I, I was interested to see how he looked. He didn't look bad at all. Um, I didn't like some of, the, some of the spots in the matches because they were waiting on each other to get ready to do things. I didn't like that. I thought they could have did that better. Um, And I did like the end of the match, like Brandon stated. I thought they could have did that better as well. So it's going to be interesting to see how they build on this momentum because something I did make note of is once this match did come on, they did gain more viewers to watch the match and then they the people that did tune in to the match stay until the end of the you match. Know. This was like one of the highest retention and growth matches mm-hmm. they've had in a while to where people actually start and stay from beginning to end.
2: You know what? I think that um Del Vakingo he has more of a following than we know.
0: I believe that's, that's uh, big. yeah, I could definitely when believe you can when everybody yeah, I, I, literally, I that.
2: Everybody literally kinda Fast forward through the show, trying to get to that match, and to be honest with you, in a way, because I had to go back and rewatch the show again to remember everything. And but that—that's the only match that I wanted to see because I'm like, because really, and I'm just like, I didn't never seen this guy wrestle before. I only know what he looked like, but just off his name alone, I'm like, I want to see this shit. And then he and then he came in and was you know doing doing those you know he was just he was doing moves that I, he's doing moves I've never seen before. And that's rare, so you know I, I hope that he, um, I hope he, you know, gets to stay around, and I'm interested to see who's going, who, who he's going to wrestle next, Okay. if he does get the opportunity.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm sure, uh, um, Tony Khan will have him back, um, just because he likes to, to have crossovers. Yeah, and he, <clears> brought, he brought you some remnants. So, moving on to Friday Night SmackDown on the 24th. Uh, which was last night. Um, opening the show, we had Cody Rhodes coming out <laughs> to wrestle Lud- Ludwig Kaiser. For for whatever reason, I want to say Ludwig von Kaiser. I don't know why, but I want to say von Kaiser. Um, but this is, uh, you know, it, it's going to have shades of how we we reviewed Raw. Um, once again, Cody Rhodes is is heading into WrestleMania into the main event uh, of night two uh, against Roman reigns. so we we knew that uh, that Rhodes wasn't gonna lose, especially to Kaiser. Um, it was a it was a decent match. Uh, there were a few missed spots in there, and then the the aftermath um, with Heyman coming out and uh solo coming out um they keep building on this i i like the interaction uh that that paul and cody have um i gotta say i like cody's promos in wwe way more than i did in aew because at aew i I thought he was when i say trying too hard what i mean is it, it seemed theatric more than it did natural um, in in these promos and interactions with uh, with Haman or even Roman Reigns for that matter, it comes across more natural and I like that better. Um, but for what it was, it was a it was an okay match, um, regular open match. Um, I think we discussed it in one of our episodes about having your main of one of your two main eventers in active matches. Uh, heading into WrestleMania, especially Cody coming off an injury, a major injury. Um, but other than that, it, it was it was a good match, a good opener. Um, Kurt, what'd you think about it?
1: I thought the match was okay, but I, I'm I'm tired of uh, Cody and Paul Heyman, promos. I'm sick of that. I, I'm so I'm totally sick of it. <laughs> I would rather it be Cody and Roman, but I'm sick of them talking to each other, and I don't hear or see any of it. Let's go get WrestleMania, but I'm sick of them having to again. Yeah.
0: Hey Kurt, on it no on my end, you're a little low.
1: Um, I, I'm sorry, I was I was away from the mic. Okay, there we go. Yeah, but I'm I'm sick of them. I'm sick of seeing them two together. Yeah, I don't like
0: it. Well, you you're sick of the 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 back and forth between Heyman and yeah Rhodes. the
1: back and forth. Yeah, I'm not want to see that
0: shit. Oh no. man, not me. I could I could watch that shit all day.
1: No, no <laughs> yeah, I don't like that at all. Not one one fucking
0: bit. Not one. All right, Brandon. What did uh What did you think about the match? Um, I thought the match was cool, and I'm with Kurt.
2: Like, I'm I'm ready to get on. I'm ready to get on with the match at WrestleMania, and I want to see more interaction with uh, Cody and Roman Reigns. And you know, we're getting that next week. But I'm just, I'm, I'm just, I just don't. I'm, I'm tired of listening to promos now. It's like, we've talked enough. We know, let's, we, we, we need to get to some action or something. You know, we, you've talked enough. How much more is there, what more is there to say? Can I and my, hey,
1: I'm sorry. Go ahead, Brent. I'm
2: sorry. Let I was go. just about to say, why in the hell is Cody still wrestling? <laughs> why? For what? Why? It's, you know, I, it, at some point, even if you kept them off TV for a week and just showed a video package, man, like we got to, we we we. I, I don't know about the rest of y'all, but I've heard enough. I'm like, okay, let's get right. to some action here.
1: And I, I I think they've done a better job promoting Charlotte and uh, Rhea Ripley than they've done with Cody versus
2: Roman. Right, think, because it's not just promos; it's a no, mix of promos not. and I mix of that, action.
1: I, I think what they've done with Charlotte and Rhea is goddamn a one. Yeah, I can't wait to see them wrestle. But with Cody and uh, Roman, it's like okay, I know it's gonna happen, but I really don't give a fuck <clears throat> right.
2: on, how, on how they promote it. And at least you know what, and, and at least if, you, if we're gonna watch Cody wrestle every week, Roman need to wrestle every week too. Then we, but we know that's not gonna happen. and That's why he's exactly.
1: fucking wrestling
2: every week. And I and I agree. And that's just how I feel. I'm like, if, if Cody's gonna wrestle every week, Roman need to wrestle every week because okay, I can see okay. Both of them trying to show how dominant they are in the ring. All right, cool. I'm all right with that. And then you know you just come to blows in the end. But like, you got one guy wrestling every week, and the other guy just sitting at home chilling or backstage or whatever. Come on, man. Yeah, no.
0: no. And, and,
2: and,
1: and the thing about it is, this what I don't like. And to, to it makes it seems like that you got Cody wrestling every week to build his face with the fans, and also make him himself believe. If I wrestle every week or or I wrestle these people, that I really can build my confidence up so that I know I can beat Rome. That's what it feels like to me. That you're trying to convince yourself that you can beat Roman Reigns after you beat all these people, which is not I, is, is not productive to me at all.
0: And and here's here's where I disagree with with both of you. Um, <clears throat> the 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 promos to me uh, in this whole Cody versus Roman storyline. I think it helps set the tone for what's going on. And, of course, they're going to do promos. Of course. Now, do I think maybe they should have some physical interaction before that? Yeah, of course. I, I would have fit that in there. But as is, I'm still happy with what they're doing. I'm still happy with the storyline. I think they're doing a great job with it. <clears throat> I think, excuse me, I think that it's just as good to me As what they're doing with with Charlotte and Rhea Ripley. More on that in just a second. Um, And then, you know, in terms of Cody wrestling every week and Roman not, that fits into Roman over the past 900 plus days. And I think it does something to help the storyline and saying that, look, this dude, he doesn't do much. Um, you know, he, he's sitting back getting fat, so to speak, um, sitting back, getting fat off his reputation and, and supposed dominance, but you're not wrestling. You're, you're just waiting on a, on a big show or something. So I, I think even though I wouldn't have Cody wrestling like that, I, I see where it's a good thing.
2: And it's almost as if like, you're trying to say Roman really not taking it serious.
0: I because agree. Them, like, I think that's exactly what it's saying. I think that's Cody, a good
2: thing. And that, and that, and that first promo that, um, that him and Cody Rhodes did, you know, if you notice, Roman Reigns is walking off. He said what he had to say. And Cody said what he had to say. And Roman Reigns was walking off. Every time he looked at him, he smiled like, you know, I got your ass. But then he'll turn around. He'll take his face off the camera. He'll be looking like, man, I don't know. And so I'm like, okay, well, now this would been the perfect time to kind of show and prove. If you're not, I mean, even if you're not wrestling every week, like, show a video package of you training. Like, okay. You know, I'm taking you, you you want a piece of this, I'm taking you serious because now wait, wait, wait a minute. Even like now, it's almost as if Roman's like, look, man, I've been champion for almost a thousand days. You you ain't up but a you ain't up but you're gonna just be nothing but another number. And he's not taking them serious. So it's like, okay, if Cody, say for instance, if Cody messes around and take that title off of him at WrestleMania that'll be the next story because Roman going to be so disappointed. He had to go away for a while and then it's really on him because he didn't really take, he didn't take the man serious.
0: Right. And I, and I agree with you. I, I think that's kind of what they're, what they're saying it without saying it. Right. And I think that's good. Um, Richardson just asked, is it a contractual thing? Um, I think you're asking is, uh, Roman and Cody not touching each other and not fighting. Is that stipulated within the contract? Um, I'm not sure. I don't think that's been that. said. Yeah. Um, so, no, I don't think it's a contractual thing. I think it's just WWE is trying to build up the anticipation for WrestleMania when they do touch each other.
1: Yeah, I think it's old school. Booking, oh, right. But he, I think-
0: he's saying no, Roman's lack of action um, in, in the real world. Taking you know taking the 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 spectacle I, I, that is I, I WWE. So. Yeah, yeah, I, I, so. I agree, yeah. Kurt. Yeah. Yes. yes, I yes. think yeah. given <laughs> given the fact that he wants it, a lighter schedule to do other things yeah. and his yeah. health. All that. Yeah, so I think I so, think, yeah, I, I, ain't gonna, I didn't
2: forget, yeah, that um he had got sick that one yeah. year. Yeah, I, well, I, when, I, the, I, when
0: the leukemia I'm came not, back.
2: At, but
1: I don't expect them to have any physical interaction. I just think fuck him and Paul and and Cody. It should be Roman and and Cody having these promos,
2: not fucking Paul. It's it's too goddamn
1: bandy.
2: And at least if Roman's not gonna be on like IT TV every week. Let's show like a video package like what they did back in the day when Shawn Michaels had Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart training. Yeah for that match. Like you know what I'm saying? Like show some stuff like that to at least show, okay, yeah, I ain't pay I might not, you know, I still think I'm gonna kick your ass, but I'm gonna get ready for you too, just like I did with everybody else, so but that's
0: that again, that's plays into what I think you know, that, I could be completely wrong, but yeah, right. I think that plays into what they're saying without saying it. That Roman's not taking him seriously. Yeah. yeah. Um now we beat this horse to death. <laughs> Let's move on. And and I like it. I like the fact that we're this to me shows and proves that The WWE has done an excellent job that that everybody involved with this storyline has done an excellent job because we just spent like 30 minutes discussing the opening segment, the fucking Friday night Smackdown. We don't
2: know what the fuck is going to happen.
0: Yeah. So uh, so (laughs) next up on the menu is the Charlotte Flair promo and. I'm going to circle back to when we were talking about Raw and I said I would have the similar thing to say about somebody else but later yeah. this is what I was talking about. This right. this promo by Charlotte was confusing as hell. She is obviously thus far in this in this feud with Rhea Ripley been the babyface. Last night, it's like she turned heel out of nowhere. She can't help it, <laughs> and, and that may be the truth.
2: She can't help it. <laughs> Charlotte is a hit. Look, remember back in the day when Rick Larry's turned big face? Yeah, did that ever look right? No,
1: it all depends. No, it did. It all depends on the circumstance of what they were doing.
2: Right, right. The only time where it was actually okay when, for, well, for me, because y'all watch way more Rick Flair than I have, but for me. It was cool when it was him and Terry Funk, because you know Terry Funk on how he'll everybody. Okay, when it was him, t- him and Terry Funk having their little thing or whatever. But whenever, to me, whenever Ric Flair was a baby face, it just didn't look right to me. I'm like, when yeah. Ric Flair's at the height of his superpowers, I'm like, Ric Flair is a heel,
0: and I and, and I, and and I agree hell. with that. But and I agree, <laughs> not all the time because Rick was a baby face
2: when he beat Harley Brace for the title. Yeah, I'm just saying. I mean, I, I, I'm just saying. Like for me, Ric Flair to me is a natural heel. Like he can only be babyface for for so long, and and, and I think I, he I, goes I, back I, to himself. I agree with that. And,
0: totally and Charlotte, agree. Charlotte is the same way. But the the issue here is now. I don't know if this was planned or or whatever, but that promo last night was not a baby. You you at this moment in time, it ain't the time to go heal. When you're heading into a into a a main event for night one match against uh, uh, Rhea Ripley, it's so this the promo wasn't bad. The promo was a pretty good promo. It wasn't her best work, but it was pretty good. Um, but it just it's like she fucking turned heel out of nowhere, and once again, the what chance raised their ugly heads. I do like the fact when she addressed that.
1: <laughs> but but the, but, so, but this is the thing with Charlotte, and I think she's done a good job. I think WWE has done a good job of uh, basically. She's always been like, in my opinion, in the middle of either. You don't know if she's a baby this, or a heel, like so. She's always been in the middle. To where she can go either way. That's just how I look at it. And how I look at it with this run right here,
0: maybe, maybe so. Maybe they're they're putting her in that what what you're describing as a, a, a tweener role. Um, I don't know. It just came out of left field to me. Um, what did you think, Brandon? Um, I thought the, uh, I thought the promo was good, and yeah,
2: and I was just sitting there looking at it like she eventually she's gonna go back to herself. She can't help it. That's <laughs> she is yeah, um, also I wanted to say something I just wanted to say something about those damn work, those damn wet chants uh, I literally uh, I said uh, and I counted uh, how many years <laughs> I counted how many years they have been ch- the fans have been chanting "What? thank you Stone Cold this is all your fault they and that's exactly
0: four, how it should be stated 20, I love
2: Stone Cold but 20, this is your fault they've been doing this shit for what? 21 years what since 2002 what maybe oh one what you know when, when steve austin first did it <laughs> that shit was funny as hell especially when he did that what 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 water wah, wah, burger that was fucking hilarious
0: yeah i, but, I mean it's just it's I mean, like it's overkill yes
2: like good lord man let these folks let these let these guys and girls get up there and Say whatever it is they need to say because sometimes they're ruining fans are ruining a promo by chanting what. Now, sometimes when you know the person, whoever is talking, they're just talking a bunch of, about nothing, then the what chance I right, find, because it makes sense. But it's like for every promo, it's just like it's just like when I'm at work and I'm trying to teach one of the kids, every time I take a pause, one of the kids go sharpen their pencil. It's like Come on, man! Like you got, let me finish with, let them finish what it is that you know they they gotta say, and then or at least come like come up with another chance or something. Like I ain't gonna <laughs> lie, I'm starting, to miss, I'm starting to miss the asshole chance. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Remember those mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. asshole. I'm starting to miss
0: As-o. those. Those especially they did the Vince. That shit was funny. <laughs> so, but yeah, um, Kirk, did you have anything? I know you you already gave some some opinion, but did you have anything to add? I'm going to take that silence as a no. Um, or he, he might know. have stepped off the mic for a second. So that's what I was about to say. He might have stepped away for a second. Yeah, because he's on mute. Um, yeah. Next up was L.A. Knight versus Rey Mysterio. Uh, okay, he's definitely back now or somebody's moving around. Um, <laughs> that's me. L.A. Knight versus Rey Mysterio. Uh, L.A. Knight picks up the win thanks to Interference. Well, I I don't know if it was interference, but a distraction uh, from Dominic Mysterio. Um, it's good to see L.A. Knight pick up a win after he's been jiving so much lately. Um, yeah. I like L.A. Knight. I don't care for his... Yeah, I don't care for that. But I, I like him as a wrestler, so it's good to see him get the win. And I think it actually... Help set the tone for what happened after the match. I think, um, oh, yeah. I don't, I don't on. like what on. Ray said to Dominic after that because he was like, I didn't want to do this. You made me do this. I think what Ray should have done, I think what would have served this better, in my opinion, what would have served it better is, um, Ray just browbeating him like, you can talk about me all you want, you can fuck with me all you want, but don't touch my wife. Still, you know I agree. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. So, um, that is this is the only time or the first time I should say that I've actually had some intrigue about this match. And it, it had to do with Ray stepping up. Um, whether it'll be a good m- match or not is still anybody's guess. But last night was the first time I had some intrigue. I just wish that uh, Ray would have addressed him like an angry father/slash husband. And like, look, you can you can talk about me, you can touch me, you can do whatever you want to to me, but don't touch my wife. Um, yeah, and I think that's mother. what they was.
1: This what they were building too. So I'm not mad at them. we, so, we finally got there.
0: Yeah, yeah, finally. <laughs> um, yeah. So, Brandon, you you got anything to add to that? Oh yeah, because y'all know <laughs> I'm
2: about this, and I'm like, you know, and I, I, know, I get a little vulgar sometimes, but I'm like. I'm sorry, that just, I don't know, for some reason, that just kind of hit me personally, and I'm just like, you slap the shit at that boy. And when I tell you, I was sitting on my couch last night watching that, and I think I was playing the game on my phone, and I saw a corner of my eye, and I popped so big, I almost flew off of this couch, and he punched <laughs> me. It's about damn time, because I'm sitting up here like, man, bro, I'm like, Ray, if you let that boy go over there and talk to his mama, your wife, and your daughter, his sister, like that, and let him get away with it, man, I know something.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, because I definitely for most, like the way he's doing
2: For most, for most men, that's where, that's where anybody, it's like you can do, say whatever it is you want to be, fine. But you come after my wife, you come after my mom, you come after my daughter, it's over. Yeah, we got some, we got problems. We got, we, 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 we about to move some
0: furniture bring,
2: up this motherfucker. And are breaking, man, hey man, no, bring, man bring on here, did He dropped his leg, head, just went on down to that ring. I said, uh oh. <laughs> like, and I'm just like, I'm like, please don't draw, the, don't draw the fist and then don't heal. He went over there, and I like how they did the camera shot because they didn't actually show him actually, you know, the fist meeting the face. But you know, it was a hit. Yeah. So I kinda, I like I like I like how they did that, and I think in the back of my head, maybe Ray requested that because he was just like, you know, cause, you know, probably in real life, he like man I ain't trying to fight my kids or whatever, and that's understandable. And so I just I just I just I like I like that entire segment. It was well done, and um, you know, and. Now we gonna go ahead go gonna, gonna go ahead and, and get this match at WrestleMania and I hope that Ray beat Dominic like you stole something. Yeah. I, I don't think so. that need to be that does not need to be a lucha libre style match, like a formulated match. That need to be I'm to take my belt off and I'm gonna whoop your ass. Yeah,
0: and, and, and he doesn't need to give too much shine to Dominic either. No. Um you don't wanna you don't wanna make Dominic look just horrible in the ring but you don't want to give too much to him either because in the way the storyline is going, that would make Ray look weak. And it, right. it it makes Ray look weak without helping Dominic look better. Does that make sense? Right.
2: Yeah. Cause it's, it's one of them times where it's like, I love you, son. I ain't want to do this, but I'm going to have to teach you a man to man. I'm, <laughs> Cause you grown, we, we both grown men. Now I'm going to teach you a lesson. This is a lesson I probably should have taught you a long time ago. And I'm to teach you this you finna you you, you finna get this tonight or whatever and then whatever happened after that, whatever happened. I'm you know, basically I'm, finna go, I'm gonna go and say what it is I need to say, and do what I need to do. We're gonna call it even after that. So we'll see. We'll we'll see. I'm looking I'm looking forward to seeing it and I'm I'm glad I
0: finally got what I wanted. So <laughs> next up was Shotzi and Natalia uh defeating <laughs> Lacey Evans and Jaya Lee. Um it was an okay match in my opinion. Um, I think we, we all are very big fans of Natalia. Um, Shotzi, yeah, she's never grown on me. Um, I like Lacey Evans. I just wish they would figure out how in the world they're going to go with her. It's heel one week and baby face the next. And I'm kind of intentionally being sarcastic with that. Um, Jaya Lee. I don't, I don't think they know. I, I, uh. I honestly haven't paid enough attention to her to really have an opinion. Welcome Chet Chelsea. You love Shotzi. <laughs> she likes the tank. She likes Shotzi's tank. Look, I would be cool with the tank if they would give her a real tank to bring to the ring. Yeah. But, <laughs> but
2: go, get that, go get that old go get that old DX tank. <laughs>
0: uh, which wasn't even a tank, by the way. Well, Tank, tank, be dead <laughs> I, I remember watching that, and they kept saying "tank." I'm like, "What tank? That's a jeep with a turret on it." Yeah, but anyway, uh, hell yeah, real tank, absolutely, Chelsea, absolutely. Um, so uh, Natalia, Natalia, and Shotzi get the win. Um, I wish we could see Natalia in a more uh, prominent role within the women's division, and I and I kind of realized not that I agree with it, but I, I kind of realize why WWE is doing that. They're, they're moving on to some of their younger uh, talent and trying to get them over and push them. But I don't think someone of Natalia's caliber should have to suffer because of that. Come on, man. Lita is one half of the tag team champions right now. Um, so, yeah, I, I wish that Natalia was a more prominent um, factor within the women's division. I do like what happened after the match. I don't like the way that they delivered it. Ronda Rousey is terrible on the mic. Um, but I like what happened. Um I wish they would have let Shayna Baszler talk. But uh so I like the fact that they're going to be involved in the uh women's tag team showcase at WrestleMania. I'm not I'm not really in favor of a multi tag team match because it's just Chaos, but for what it is, I'm glad that those two are in it because we were questioning what they were doing with uh, specifically Baszler because it seemed like she was on the upward trajectory and then just fell off. So, um, what do you think about the match and and, uh, and after? Excuse me, the uh, the after effects, Kurt.
1: Yeah, I don't like this qualifying men's or women's tag team match for wrestling. I I don't like that at all. They could have came up with something better. I'm not a fan of either one of them. But I do hope after all this is over that um, Rhea wins the championship and then they give Shayna Baszler a real opportunity to go after that title. Because I think that would be a great storyline with Rhea Ripley and Shayna Baszler.
0: Agreed. Agreed. 100% agree. Um, Brandon, what about you? What did you think about the, uh, the match? And, I, and I'm trying, Kurt will get, you may get it too, Brandon, because I think you listen to him as well. I'm trying to refrain from saying afterbirth because I I listen to Jim Cornette so much and I'm trying not to use the same same terminology that he's using, but what'd you think about the match itself? And then what happened afterwards?
2: Well, I thought the match was okay. Um, I thought that afterwards, like, you know, like I forgot which one of y'all just said it, but um, I'm glad Shayna Baszler and Re- not real Ripley. Shayna Baszler and um, help me, please. <laughs> um, y'all know who I'm trying to say for tag team partner. Ronda for Rousey. For some reason I can't. Thank you, Ronda Rousey. I just for some reason I just couldn't <laughs> get it out. But um, but yeah, I'm I'm glad they're going to be in the match. I'm glad they're going to be on the WrestleMania card. Good, they should be. Um, I think that both of them, as a tag team, if booked correctly, they would be unstoppable. They need to take a whole year and just run Sham through, they run through everybody. All right. Um, I think that Shayna Baszler should have done all the talking because Shayna Baszler talks cash shit. I know, I think that's turned into my favorite word now. So, <laughs> I, 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 it, you know. So I'm, I'm just interested in seeing where it goes forward. I truly believe they are going to be the champions sooner than later. And um, I think if you want to start a legitimate women's tag team division, you need to start it with them too. And for God's sake, if you're going to have a women's tag team division, can we please put some women some women partners together that's going to be together for a while and not change
0: them out every week? Well, there, I know um, I can't, Alexa Bliss, um, just speaking about how she was teamed up with uh, Bianca Belair for a minute there, Um, there's more to come on her specifically when we start talking about some of the news, um, that that took, uh, took place over the course of this week, but I agree with you. I think they definitely need to have some long-term tag teams within the women's division if they really want to build it. But as you two know, WWE has never really been a tag team promotion. Um, Mm -hmm. Chelsea says, Shayna looks like a woman that would keep offering to buy. As, Buy me a drink, even as as when I'm I made hilarious. it clear. I'm that not That is hilarious. Chelsea just won comment of the God. day. Hey man. Oh man. Well
2: Chelsea got me over Chelsea got me over here green. Oh man. Oh
0: man. She be trying to intimidate me to go in
2: that
0: way. Oh man. Hey, look. Dang we're we're laughing. Man. But he's right. And that's what I love about Shayna Baszler and the role that she's in right now. Um, Chelsea, before before we're going to move on, but while we do, um, give us uh your favorite wrestler, uh favorite tag team and uh when I say favorite wrestler, men and women, favorite tag team, men and women. And which promotion you watch the most? Um, moving on to the next thing up was the uh, Intercontinental Championship contract signing, and the whole thing between Seamus and uh, and uh, Drew. Uh, can we can we not already? Can we be done with this? Um, they they've started and stopped with Drew McIntyre way too many times. For anyone to take him seriously right now, and it, they didn't do anything to help him. I know he doesn't do it now, or I don't think he does anyway. Um, they did him no favors whatsoever when they gave him that dumbass sword to carry to the ring. Um, but Sheamus is—he's uh, been there forever. He's a—he's a good talent, and he can help other guys get over. But this whole feud, I'm tired of it. The only thing that that excites me about this match is Gunther. And I know Kurt, Kurt's gonna have something to say about Gunther, but I like the way he was dealing with uh what's his name? almost said Adam Cole, uh Adam Pierce um during this signing. Um and that evolved into uh a Gunther versus Butch match, with Gunther beating Butch. Um Kurt, what do you think about the whole contract signing thing? What do you think about the the feud between Sheamus and Drew McIntyre and the match itself?
1: Yeah, I, I'm disappointed they made this a triple threat match because I'm with you. I'm tired of seeing uh, Drew McIntyre and uh, Sheamus. I don't want to see them anymore. I mean, it should have been either or. Either another radical, so either Drew or Sheamus, but triple threat match, you know, I think they missed the mark on that one. Yep. And I'm just, I'd be glad when it's all over with. And then let's see who going to be going to wrestle after WrestleMania is done. Because I'm sick of him for both of them. All
0: right. Yeah. Brennan, what about you? Um, I'm with
2: y'all. Um, I, I smell the triple threat coming. But I'm like, not, they don't, them three guys, all three of them together, I don't know about that. But then again, you know, we they could surprise us because there was a, there have been a few triple fan championship matches that totally took me by surprise so we'll see um i I did like the segment and i don't know for some reason i was just expecting gunther to go around and just chop the shit out of everybody including the referee and adam (laughs) pierce i'm just expecting that i'm just i don't know man i just i just i when he that that bit when he was just going around just chopping people for no reason i just got a kick out of it but um, I I don't know, man. I, for some reason, I kind of feel like Gunter is gonna. Um, I think he's gonna lose that Intercontinental Championship at WrestleMania and start trying to go for the title. So, and then if somebody read it, it was an interesting stat. Ever since he's joined the main roster, he hasn't been pinned. So imagine he doesn't have to be pinned in that triple threat to lose the title. So, you know, he can still technically go undefeated and or not at least not be pinned, but he can still go for the championship. You know, however way, whichever way they decide to do it, I don't know. I'm just throwing stuff out there, but yeah. um, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to the match and all, but I'm like, I'm kind of, I'm a little down on on the, on the triple threat because I just don't see it working out between those three. Yeah, if it was him and Drew, I'd be okay with it. <clears throat> if well, I would rather see him and Sheamus. Well, you want? Oh, well, you know it. You know, I take that back. I would rather see him and Sheamus again because that first match that they had was off the chain. Yes. I loved it. Um. So. I would rather see that. I would rather see a part two today,
0: and even if, so, if I, you he, know, if he does drop the the belt at WrestleMania, does anybody? And with all due respect to both of them, does anybody really care about an intercontinental run with with Sheamus or Drew McIntyre? That no. draws no. that draws zero interest. No, that's why I don't think he's going to lose.
1: I think he'll keep that title yeah. for a while, and they try to build somebody else up, but I don't see him lose.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Brandon, you, you I, I was waiting until we got I mean, finished. I don't think he should lose, but I think he's gonna lose. Brandon, I, you just said what I was about to say. The Iconics. Um, I was waiting for us to finish, but uh, Chelsea chimed in. She likes Alexa Bliss and Matt Riddle. I like Matt Riddle the fighter, not Matt Riddle the wrestler. Um, and she just watch. She just watches WWE. I can understand why you don't watch AEW, and she says she watches a little New Japan wrestling she likes the usos and uh then of course she said the australian girls which were the iconics um i didn't like the the, the iconics in the ring but i thought their promos were fucking hilarious yes, um, they were. so they could talk but they, the last thing they on could the show talk. say what i said they could definitely talk yes um the the last segment on the show, again, one of these, another show, um, I'll give this one a, a thumbs up only because it helps with what they're doing with Zayn and Owens versus the Usos. So um, I really don't have much to say about it because I pretty much said everything I can say about Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn uh, uh, reuniting, and it feels so good, I mean um anyway so if uh kurt you got anything to add to it about this uh this K-O yeah, I, show I
1: thought, that, I thought the last segment was good and I, that's what they should have went out the air going into um next week so
2: i thought that was very well how they put that together
0: yeah yeah uh, what about you brandon
2: saying i was um I was, I was i really did like the last segment that was one of those things, that was part of the show that I made sure that I kept my eyes open long enough to see. <laughs> to see how it was gonna end. And I'm interested to see how everything's gonna go down uh next week with the WrestleMania Go Home show. And I'm just sitting here thinking about it. I said, Well, we're gonna have three full nights of wrestling coming
0: next yeah, week. Next man. next Monday and Friday are gonna be interesting. So Well, four straight nights, excuse me. Yeah. Yeah. So, so with that with that, we uh we're done reviewing the shows for the week. So I wanna look at some ratings for the for the previous week's shows Because we're still waiting on the final numbers For all of this week's shows But um, Monday Night Raw On the 13th Drew a 1.705 million um, The previous week Was 1.827 million Which is a 6.9% drop uh, From week to week And I got that uh, Information from Wrestlingnews.co uh, NXT on the 14th had 590,000. Uh, the previous week, they had 624,000, and that's a 5.6% drop, and the source for that information was eWrestlingNews.com. Um, it's, it's weird. I didn't realize that NXT's ratings were, I, I don't know what an average rating is, but I didn't realize they were that low. Um, I can understand why with some of the changes they made. So um AEW dynamite on the fifteenth was eight hundred and fifty-two thousand. Uh previous week was eight hundred and fifty-eight thousand, and that's only that's less than a one percent drop from the previous week. So it seems like uh from week to week they were able to, to at least hold the audience that they had because the ratings have been kind of going down. For AEW Dynamite, week to week, we just haven't really you know, given numbers here on this show. Um, source was uh, WrestlingNews.co on that one. Friday Night SmackDown had $2.258 million. Uh The previous week was mm. $2.320 million. Mm. Um Difference being a 2.7 drop from the previous week. Um, The source on that was wrestlingnews.co as well. Um, I'm not surprised that Friday night Smackdown has the best ratings out of everybody because it is on a major network uh, in primetime on Friday night. So um, that's not surprising. Now, what is surprising is AEW Rampage on the 17th. And I'm going to have, I got an asterisk on that. Interesting. But here we go. Uh, AEW Rampage on the 17th. Had four hundred seventy-four thousand viewers. Uh, the previous week, it had four hundred forty-seven thousand. That's an upkick, upkick, uptick, of five-point-eight percent. Um, so, the worst show of all of them was was the one that had the highest uh, uh, the the increase in ratings. The the asterisk beside that is the lead-in was March a uh, March Madness game. So, uh, not sure how much of uh, the fans stuck around or just left their TV on after the games concluded, and uh, that affected the uh, the increase in in viewers for AEW Rampage. And the source on that is WrestlingNews.co. Either one of you gentlemen have anything to say about the ratings? Um, I'll start. I think with AEW Rampage,
2: I think that after that March Madness game went off, everybody kind of kept their TV on. Either they fell asleep or you went to go get your snack or whatever it was. You no, know, it's a Friday night. So ain't nobody unless you, if you're not already out, you're nobody really doing anything. So, hey, let's just watch some wrestling a little bit. Let's see what this is. So I think that's where it came from. Um, a lot of this stuff from just from, just from what I'm looking at, from my vantage point, well, we got to, we got to figure, we got to factor in number one, March Madness has started. So that's going to affect ratings across the board. Um, Number two, a lot of people don't sit down and watch TV like that anymore. So the ratings will never be the same way it was maybe this time 20, 25 years ago now. And I just think that, um, you know, and it's a testament to Friday Night Smackdown. They're on a network television. A lot of people don't have traditional cable anymore. We all using streaming services. And some of these streaming services don't have certain channels. I think we need to take that into account as well. Well, you have something on network television and you're actually putting out a very good product. um, Then, yeah, your your ratings are going to be, your numbers are going to be high as shit. Because I'm like, nowadays, do you know how, don't nobody really go home to sit and watch something at a certain time like that anymore. That era is done. But it's a testament. If you put out good shit, people are going to want to watch it. So, and I wonder if also they putting in like the streaming numbers as well. Like, you know, from people when, they, you know, when we like, you know, D, you know uh, DVR stuff and all that. I forgot. It's a term for it and I forgot what the term is. Yeah, I, I think when you, this when you DVR stuff and all that yeah. you go back and watch. So I, I'm, I'm interested in seeing if some of these numbers come from that as well, because if it doesn't, then I would think that a whole lot, a whole lot more eyes are on the product. If there is a way you can count, you know, the DVR numbers and also the numbers from social media as well. It's just that everybody just doesn't watch traditional television like that anymore. And I think that that's what affects these numbers, because if it was still the way it was some time ago, I'm sure a lot of these numbers would be
0: even higher. Well, um, you know, the <clears throat> excuse me, the DVR numbers are taken into consideration because the, the tuner is if, I, if my understanding of how that how that works is correct. The tuner is well tuned in to that station. So that station gets that viewer count. So even though you're DVRing it, you're counted as a viewer. It does okay. not, it does not take into account the streaming services. Um okay. the streaming services would be virtually impossible to uh to to take note of but these are just hard TV numbers. And um I don't think the start of March Madness affected these at all with the exception of the AEW Rampage uh, numbers because they had a lead-in show. Uh, there's no games on USA, so there's no lead-in show. There even though
2: there's not games, I mean, I only cut you off, But even though there's not games on USA, their games are on other channels right, as well. Right. Because is the same thing. It's the same thing with football when football season starts. You know, wrestling numbers drop off.
0: And the, and
1: the March Madness did affect everybody's numbers, and that, that, was, a, that was something that Dave Milton noted noted. From the observer, it affected everybody's numbers, March Madness. Everybody's numbers were down because of March Madness.
0: Yeah, I, I, I disagree with that. These numbers track from week to week even prior to March Madness.
1: So last week, so
0: now, so then, now so, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it didn't affect them at all. I'm just saying I I don't necessarily think that's the The reason for uh I was just six, talking about
1: last week. So last week Brock was number twenty seven. And then AW was fifty eight, and if you go back and read what he noted, that all was due to the March match. That's what he yep. stated in his, in his article.
2: Because even before the NCAA tournament, we still had the um the turn you know the the play in tournaments and all that beforehand as well. So anytime around this year, I mean the numbers say it. You no, know, anytime around this year, these tournaments like these big tournaments and everything, it does affect the numbers on wrestling. I'm I'm not saying I'm not saying it doesn't, the goal, saying the it doesn't
0: affect them at all. I'm saying these numbers track week to week. So so what I mean by that is is Monday Night Raw is hovering around 1.7 week to week. Um NXT, I, I don't have numbers for NXT. AEW. Has hovered around 800,000, 800 plus thousand week to week. I'm talking before March Madness. Um, Smackdown is hovering in the 2 million range before March Madness. I, I don't have any previous numbers for Rampage since we normally don't, don't pay attention to Rampage or NXT. So I'm not saying it doesn't affect them at all. I just, because there's, a, there's an obvious drop-off. You got a 6.9 drop-off. You got a 5.6 drop-off. But Dynamite, Dynamite didn't even lose one percent of theirs.
2: Um, SmackDown. I think. I think. Cause I think on that, on on Dynamite nights, I don't think there are any games that night. Okay. Um, I think that has that's probably why their drop off wasn't really that bad because it, it's not. They're, they're not. there no. There's no any games that night. It's a Wednesday night, so there's during there football season. There's no football. Basketball season. We talked about the ratings on basketball season. Now they're trash. Um, so, you know, pretty much, to be honest with you, on a Wednesday night, that's about the only thing to watch is wrestling. So I can see where I, I can see where that number's not going to drop off as much, but everybody else, that's a sport night. So if anything, you know, and, and you're right, they have been hovering around the same number. So in other words, they have a consistent set of viewers who tune right. in every single week. I we, think that's a like, good thing.
1: And then last week, that's why I wanted to chime in, when Kenny Omega and uh, the Viking, you know, when they wrestled, the number went from eight. If I read it correctly, it went from eight hundred thousand to a million. Just mm-hmm. that last segment, because people wanted to tune in and watch that match. Yeah, cause
0: and that's good. I, I'm, um, I, we, and as we do more of the rating stuff, um, we'll get into breaking down the quarter hours. Um The increments of 15 minutes, those uh, so we'll get into breaking down the quarter hour ratings. The the exception about um, people maintaining their numbers is AEW Dynamite. AEW Dynamite has been on a steady decline. It's just been probably the last month they've been hovering right around 800,000 plus thousand. But um yeah, but
1: I, I think that's been going on for well over a year now. That's something that Rick Flair yeah. when him and Conrad talked about a month ago, just about the viewership like they hadn't it hadn't gotten any better.
0: Yeah, it's just, it's
1: like stalled at a certain number and that's the number.
0: Yeah. And and that's that's why I think that we're starting to see or we have been seeing, as Kurt just said. That their core fans, the ones that are going to watch, no matter what they put on, they're going to watch it. This is what, that's what we're seeing. You're starting to thin out the casual fans who can't sit through a damn show of AEW Dynamite. And I don't blame them. So, but let's move on to uh, to the news because we're coming up on, uh, on about 20 minutes left in our recording time. Give me one second. Let me bring up. All right, so, um, Kurt, feel free to chime in with this because I know you've been uh, you've been reading the Observer right along with me, listening to uh, the wrestling uh, the wrestling news podcast. And and when, before I get started, I want to make sure I, I cite my source here and give credit to the Wrestling News Podcast by the Arcadian Vanguard as the source for most of the news that I'm about to lay out. Um. Now we we talked about it in our pregame. Um Saraya confirmed that she was <laughs> that she was fined by AEW for using the word twat and and giving the crowd the finger. Um supposedly there was an internal memo sent out, I don't know if it was same day or pr- prior to this or whatever, but there was an internal memo sent out regarding the use of foul language on camera and gestures. To the crowd. Uh, or to, I guess to the cameras. Or just at all. Um, so apparently she didn't get their approval. To, to use these words. Or to gesture. So I don't know if Moxley is actually getting. <laughs> getting permission. But I kind of find it a little. Odd. That Soraya gets this fine. But John Moxley can look directly. Into a camera. And mouth the words. Fuck you and not get fined. That we know of. Um, I think we would know if John Moxley got fined. Hmm. So um, So do you think if she got permission, then she wouldn't have gotten fined? I I, I don't know. It's just the the story that I heard was just that she didn't get approval. So I don't know if, so yes, I guess to answer your question, yeah, I'm assuming that if she had went to whoever the agent was for that match and say, "Hey, here's what I want to do. I want to say twat," and they okay it, then you don't get fined. Yeah. It's, it's their their whole thing is weird with that. Um, I've said since day one, since hearing Moxley um, say words, the word shit being used. I know that shit ass and a bitch are used across tv right now with no issue it it wasn't like when we were younger those were like taboo words to say on tv but i've always said that at some point tbs is going to say this shit pun intended has to stop um so i think (laughs) that's what's going on (laughs) that was right (laughs) Um, AEW also ran their first house show um, at the Hobart Arena in Troy, Ohio Um, on the card Claudio and Moxley beat Big Bill and Lee Moriarty, Hobbs beat Daniels, Christopher Daniels that is, Britt Baker beat Anna J. we're going to come back to that one Jeff Jarrett beat Brian Pillman Jr I'm going to come back to that one in just a second uh Orange Cassidy and Darby Allen beat the Butcher and the Blade. Q.T. Marshall beat Pat Buck. Uh, Ethan Page beat Sean Dean, I think it was. And then um, Page demanded a, a a new opponent because yeah, I guess he beat Sean Dean so well. Hook came out and beat him. Um, the numbers looked like there were about two. They were about two hundred short of a sellout. The attendance that was announced is about thirty two hundred. Now. Circling back to this Brick Baker Anna J match, um, Kurt. I know me and you kind of talked about it before Brandon uh, got on the pregame. Did you get a chance to watch that clip? I did not. Okay, all right. Brandon, did you watch it? I did not get a chance to watch it. Okay, I'm going to tell. I, this is my my opinion. This is a, a these opinions do not necessarily represent the thoughts of Wrestling with My Thoughts. Um, so anyway. This was a fucking horrible match and all I saw was a like a one to two minute clip. I didn't see the whole match. I didn't need to see the whole match and by what I seen or what I saw rather uh, good English, I'm glad I didn't see the whole match. I would have I would have been pissed off had I paid money to see this bullshit um It is the most botch filled match and this is saying something this is the most botch filled match that i can remember seeing in the history of aew um it looked like they were doing paint by numbers which really isn't saying much because that's what a lot of aew matches look like but for instance Britt baker i can't remember if she took an irish whip or was just running to the ropes but she hits the ropes, comebacks off the rope, and then stops and waits for Anna Jay to super kick her and fall down. Um, there were several spots like that in this match. And it was so bad that AEW pulled the WWE and went around having that shit pulled down from sites. Mm. That's how bad it was. Um, so mm. please check it out um, They've got to get I, I realize working in front of people Is how you get better But this is bad I, I think it was Cornet that said on his podcast The thing to do in a match like this When you get off kilter like this Is to grab a hold Like a headlock or Leglock or something And y'all slow it down And whoever's calling the match Reset everything And y'all start over basically but they didn't do that. They just kept going. It is horrible. Um, and I said I wanted. to, Well, first and foremost, do do either of you have anything to uh, to say about that? I, I, you know what? I'll put it this way:
2: If you're ever going to fuck up, you better. You might want to fuck. You might want to. Uh, you might want to fuck up on a show where you're not on national television. Yeah. So if they were going to have that bad of a match. That was the perfect time to do it. <laughs> And and it is that you, you know what I'm saying and it, it, you know hey because you know what you know I've never been a wrestler so I can't is I ain't mean, but so much that I can say but I think everybody's entitled to have a bad day and I think that maybe it was just a bad day maybe they just not good opponents for each other because some people don't have some opponents don't have chemistry with each other like that you know it is what it is so Brandon I uh, but hopefully but hopefully, but hopefully it's one hopefully I mean hey hopefully it's, it's a one-off, and it was just a bad night. You know, just trying to give him a benefit of a doubt here. You know,
0: Brandon, you are being too nice. <laughs> I, I get what you're saying. I respect it. Don't get me wrong. I'm not. I'm not being. Man, but
2: we all can't sit. We We can't all sit here and just fuck this shit. We all. Somebody got to be the mediator here.
0: somebody. <laughs> okay. But God, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to channel my inner curt right now. It was trash. What the fuck are we doing? It sucked. I didn't say it was. Tra- I mean, <laughs> I look, I didn't say it wasn't trash. I just said, hey, <laughs> we all entitled to have a bad night, and, and I'm with and you. And, and I'm with you. Everybody does, does will have a bad night. The greatest of, right. of of everybody in every sport has a bad night, and, and I'm with you on that. But this is a continual issue in AEW specifically, and. If you're, if you're properly trained, and I'm not saying necessarily it's Britt Baker or Anna Jay's fault. If you're properly right. trained, and I am saying this as a person who's never been trained, who's never taken a rep in a ring, I'm, none of that. I'm completely ignorant to all of that. But if you're properly trained, there are things you are supposed to learn in training that when these things happen, there's a way to recover from it. Right. They just kept going. Maybe they don't know to recover. So, Kurt, you got anything
1: to add? Uh, No, I don't.
0: Okay, yeah. You'll have plenty to say once you see this shit, I'm sure. Uh, And I said I wanted to come back to the Jeff Jarrett thing. Um, Not necessarily because of Jeff Jarrett, but Brian Pillman Jr. Um, I think they have completely wasted this dude. Um, I'm not saying he's the next coming of Brian Pillman or he's the next great thing in wrestling. What we don't know because they haven't given him the chance. In my opinion, um, I wish they would use him more on TV.
1: So I feel the same way about our Anderson son. I think they've done the same yeah. thing to both of them.
0: Because yeah, you yep.
1: have you have too many people on the roster, and you're not using not even half of them. So that that's just bad booking on Tony Conner. Mm-hmm.
0: And Richardson, yeah. welcome back. Um, glad you're back with us. Um, Dan Housen, was supposed to have surgery this week. I haven't read um, any anything coming from the surgery, so I'm assuming everything went well, but I uh, had surgery to torn a, uh, repair his torn pectoral muscle. same thing Cody did, and so he'll be out of action for a while, um, at least wrestling action. He may be there, but... And uh, the WWE Hall of Fame class, 2023, and this is what we have so far. Um, Rey Mysterio and I put on Junior On that because I haven't called him Rey Mysterio Junior in quite a while And I'm happy to know That he's going to be inducted by Conan um, Andy Kaufman is going to be inducted Which um, when you look at the context Of wrestling history I think this was long overdue um, To be included Or to be inducted by Jerry the King Lawler If Lawler is available to do that Because he's recovering uh, from his stroke. Um The Great Muda to be inducted by Ric Flair and Stacey Keebler. Uh I didn't see anything on who she's gonna be inducted by. I would Wait, wait,
2: wait, 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 wait,
0: wait, wait. Hold on. Stop the presses. Stacy
2: Stacy Keebler. Stacy legs Keebler is going to the WWE Hall of Fame.
0: You heard it correctly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Holy shit. All right, cool. I didn't right. <laughs> I
1: didn't see that.
0: I yeah. didn't even, I'm, I'm like, huh? Yep. Yep. So yep. No wonder they, no, no they don't put her in the video game the last two years in a row. Okay. Right, cool. <laughs> uh, Richardson, uh, hall of fame is still active. Um, you're talking about Ray Mysterio, obviously, because, um, well, I don't know. Great mood is still somewhat active, but anyway, uh, I assume you're talking about Ray Mysterio. Um, yeah, uh, there there have been a couple of occasions where they've in, inducted someone that was still active. But mm-hmm. Ray works, Rick Flair. yeah. And I
1: think I think Muda had his last match. He oh, he finally
0: had the him. last match.
2: Yeah. Well, hey, they might pull one up out on the rug <laughs> and let uh, Muta get some shine during the WrestleMania show. You never know. Um, I think it will be cool.
0: But yeah, there there have been a uh, there have been a couple of times they've inducted people that are still active. Uh, but Ray Ray works a, a much reduced schedule anyway. Um, I think he's been, getting ready to retire. Oh, I'm sure, I man. He's so been going so. forever. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Um, yeah. Andy Kaufman. I want to talk about that a little bit because I didn't see it when it happened, obviously. But I, I remember seeing clips of it much later, um, but I was still young. The shit that happened on David Letterman. Do y'all know that until I saw the 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 movie Man in the Moon, I thought the shit that happened on David Letterman was legit. Everybody did. I just. Everybody, it made it look that good. Yeah. Everybody did. And and I couldn't believe, when I found out, I I was like, damn. I got worked, but that just shows how good that was. Um, that whole thing was uh, when you when you actually look into the story was was just kind of an anomaly in wrestling, but it was also something that is uh, extremely important to today 's wrestling as well in terms of of you know having a, a, a TV star an active TV star involved in an active storyline um, Kaufman did a great job. You talk about talking cash shit. Kaufman talked a lot of shit. Um, yes, he did. So it, it's gonna be nice to see him get in and I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if you see Lawler shed tears if he is the one to uh to induct him. Um Kurt, I know I know you're a big fan of Memphis wrestling. Um what do you what do you think about the induction of Kaufman and, and Lawler hopefully being able to do it?
1: I think the induction is long overdue, but I definitely hope Jerry is up to it health wise. The that will be just fitting because that was that was very good what they did back in the day.
0: Yes, very, very. Good. Yes, um, Brandon, feel free to chime in as well. I know uh, I just wanted to see what Kurt thought because I know he, like I said, he's a huge fan of Memphis. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm. I've, I've been actually following. Um,
2: This for a long time. This is one of the first like old school wrestling clips that I remember seeing when I was a kid. And I used to think I didn't find out till later that Andy Kaufman was dead. But I always thought he was alive and I was just (laughs) like what he would, you know, yeah, say long like, before you were, happened to you were
0: Thought of, <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> but you know, but I can't help but think. I'm just like, man, I wish Andy Kaufman was still around to tell like all of these tall tales about the stuff that he did. Because Hell yes. that dude was a fucking. Le- and I watched a lot of his old stuff. Yes, he talked some cash shit. Sure, goddamn, did. And I just, I just wish that he was still around to really like tell his story and you know, his philosophy behind, you know, the comedy that he used to do and getting in the ring with women and and all of that stuff, man, because that stuff was gold. Some of that stuff that he was doing back
0: then, you can't do now. Can't say now. Um, At all. Richardson asked how long... Say what, Kurt? No, go ahead,
1: go ahead, go ahead.
0: Uh, Richardson asked how long was Kaufman's stint as a wrestler. Actually, for, for as much as everybody talks about it, it wasn't that long. Um... I don't know exactly, and Kurt may be able to shed more light on this. I'm not sure exactly how long it was, but it wasn't like it was, you know, a three, four year run. Um
1: I think it was only maybe maybe a year.
0: Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was thinking maybe a year.
1: <laughs> yeah, maybe a year. Mm-hmm.
0: So um you did you all go that in one year.
1: But you gotta go back. I don't know if y'all ever went and looked at his he was on a show car taxi.
2: Yeah. He was elect. Wasn't he on Saturday night? He was on Saturday night, like t- Saturday Night Live, Who too, right?
0: Trumpin? Yeah, for yeah, he was, either, he was either on Saturday Night Live or um, SCTV, or I forget what they called it, but that's where he did the the Here I Come to See the Day. That's when he yeah. did that. So, ah, okay, Richardson does say that he was on SNL. Uh, Richardson also asked before we go any further. Richardson also asked. Uh, I really, or said rather, I really don't know why he gets in. Who were you talking about, uh, Richardson? I think
1: he's saying Ray Mysterio, Ah, oh,
0: you don't know why Ray gets in? What?
1: I said, I said, I think. I said, I think. Okay.
0: Um, and, uh, he also agreed with me. He thought all that was, yeah, it was, it was crazy. Um, so Richard, who were you were talking about when you were saying you don't see why they get in? And we're going to continue on with our, uh, news segment here. Oh, he meant Kaufman. Um, I d I don't know how fat, how old one I don't know how old you are, uh Richardson. And you don't have to put that information out there. Um please don't actually. Um I, I'd rather you keep yourself private. But um I'm not sure how old you are, I'm not sure how far back your fandom goes. Um but uh uh damn, Kaufman was, gets in. Be- work,
1: man.
0: <laughs> I mean it's his head injury, dammit. Um you got to just- Kaufman gets in because of of what that one uh run with Rawler, Lawler did for wrestling overall. Um when you get a chance Put wrestling uh, in the
2: mainstream, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. So so go back and and really do some uh like a deep dive on on the whole Kaufman and uh Lawler thing and you'll see why it's so significant and and why he deserves to be in. So
1: Yeah.
0: absolutely. Uh, so um Continuing on with the news, uh, new Japan Pro-Wrestling's annual Japan Cup ended this week. Um, Sonata defeated David Finley, uh FitzKid. Um, the report is that yes, Randy- hmm? I said, yes sir. Oh. Uh Randy Orton is reported to be returning to uh WWE at WrestleMania uh 39, but no word on how he'll be featured. Um, he's, I didn't realize he had been out of action for almost a year.
1: But on top of that, so Randy Orton uh, speculated to be there. Matt Riddle, AJ Styles, Nakamura, uh, Big E, uh, supposedly Kobe Kingston, but he just had surgery last week. so Probably okay. he won't be there. Because he had surgery on the 17th. Nine out of 10, Kobe won't be there. But those first few names I announced, they are scheduled to make an appearance at WrestleMania.
0: Okay. Mm. Um, Alexa Bliss revealed uh, that she had a procedure done to remove skin cancer uh, from her face. Um, she, had, mm. she had went in uh, to see a doctor because she had a spot on her face and they did a biopsy and, and found out that it was skin cancer. So she That's why she's been out. That's why I was saying more on Alexa Bliss later. Um, She's been out because of that. Um, Also, uh, Black Bart revealed that he's been diagnosed with stage four colon cancer, and it's also (laughs) spread to his liver. Um, He's 75, though. And and I'm not saying that makes a difference. We shouldn't care. I'm just saying he's 75. Um, AEW and New Japan are running uh, Forbidden Door again this year, uh, scheduled for June 25th. And from what I'm reading, uh, the pre-sale was almost a sellout. But, all right, we're getting ready to run out of time. So I'm going to run through these things real quick. I'm not going to spend any more time. Uh, CM Punk issued a statement on his Instagram account that accused AEW of asking him to wrestle before he was medically cleared to drop the title to John Moxley on August 24, 2022. Punk also stated that Moxley refused to put him over. Uh, He also called Jericho and Meltzer liars, didn't expand on why, just called them liars. But the post was was then taken down and nobody really knows why. But the speculation is that um, his tweet or not tweet, but his Instagram post wasn't in compliance with with AEW, what they call the AEW talent playbook, because that prevents talent that is under contract uh, from discussing AEW matters publicly. Um, Punk is still in active talks with AEW regarding any potential future he has with the, the company. Um, and that's the last thing I've got on the news. Um, real quick, if we uh, want to go ahead and wrap this up, and uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, Kurt, you got anything to say as we get out of here?
1: I do have one thing to say. Is, so uh, They did have last and Bray Wyatt scheduled. Ray Wyatt is out sick. They didn't know they didn't announce what he's sick with. So they're still trying to find an opponent for uh, Bobby Lashley right now. Okay. So there's still some hope that he Lashley might be progressing wrestling. Hmm.
0: That's interesting. Um Brandon, what do you got to say
2: before we get out of
0: here?
2: Uh to all my snow uh, to all my snowfall fans, Jerome Funeral is on Wednesday. Which is also my birthday, unfortunately. <laughs> hey man, so, rest man, in peace, they, to they Uncle Jerome. Us be promoting the damn Man, look, rest <laughs> in peace, the Uncle Jerome, and happy prelated birthday to me.
0: Yes, I- ladies and gentlemen, I could not, in good conscience, let us leave like that. We got cut off. Um, we've got to do a better job at managing our time um, here on the show. Uh, it's just, its easy to get lost when you're talking about something that you you really enjoy. Um, So I'm gonna let Kurt and them know that uh, I'm back online. Give me one second. So, yeah, I didn't want to leave the show like that. Um, It cut off right in the middle of uh, what was being said. And um, we had a couple of people listening. So I'm going to let Kurt and Brandon know that I'm back on here to try to at least wrap up the show. Um, (laughs) um, But uh, we want to thank everybody that was listening. Uh, Now I can't remember everybody. Uh, Chelsea, Richardson, Shit, shit, Jed, the dumb. Uh, who? Everybody that was listening, we want to say thank you, and uh, we hope to have you back. We hope that you become regular listeners. Uh, we appreciate the support. We need the support. We want the support. All of that. So, um, yeah, thank you guys for listening. And um, I'm not sure if Kurt and Brandon are gonna join. Uh, but i do want to let you guys know that you can find the show on uh instagram uh, it's at w w m t e n t uh you can find us on facebook the wrestling with my thoughts podcast just as i uh just as i said it the wrestling with my thoughts podcast um we're also soon going to be active on youtube we're going to add video to what what we're doing Uh, but we got to work out some kinks on that so follow us on social media keep up to date with everything that's going on from time to time we'll do some uh uh, live watch alongs we'll we'll do a a special episode or something like that if there's something newsworthy this this come up but uh on behalf of kurt and brandon i want to say thank you all Uh, very much for tuning in. We appreciate that support. And until next time, everybody take care, be safe and enjoy yourselves.